Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen as we spoke about our emotional set point, what it is and how it plays into our daily interactions with our spouse and children. This week, we are going to talk about our brain and really understand how our mind works. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today and to dive into the information that I have and want to share with you to really understand our brain and how it impacts our relationships and the way in which we are showing up. So before we get into that, I did want to remind those of you who who have not yet downloaded your free copy of the emotional guidance scale. I tell you, it is core to any transformational work that you are wanting to experience in your life. So please go to my website, which is lindsaykporter.com, click learn, and then click on the free EGS button. There you'll be prompted to enter your email address so I can send you a link to download the emotional guidance skill. And I promise with the upward and downward spiral view, it will be a document that you will learn to love and appreciate and be able to teach it to your children and help educate them further on their emotions and how it plays into their own life. So use it, use it as a tool. Okay. Today, I actually think this might be a two-part series. We'll see how long this goes, but I may actually um, break this up into two uh, two different episodes. We are going to talk today about the most amazing and efficient and high performing and valuable tool that we use on a daily basis. And I already know, spoiler alert, it's in the title. I talked about it in the introduction and I've already mentioned it. However, this most amazing, efficient, high-performing and valuable tool that we use on the regular is our brain. And I want to really dive into the inner workings of this amazing tool that we all have access and use. Because I think that there are probably some unknown things that it produces in our life that can really help shed some light and bring it into light so you can examine it in your own life. So 
We are going to talk about the three layers or tiers of the human mind. And this was first introduced by Sigmund Freud. And it's best to utilize an iceberg um, analogy to really think about how our mind operates. If you can um, imagine this iceberg, you know, that's just floating out in the middle of the ocean. And what you see above the water is just the tip of the iceberg. The vast majority of the iceberg is submerged under the water. It is unseen to the human eye. Um, And unless you are aware that there is this big, massive, Um, chunk of ice underneath the surface of the water, it can cause a lot of damage. And that's just like our mind. We have our conscious mind, you know, that which we are aware of, it's the thoughts that we're recognizing and experiencing in our mind. Um, That is our conscious mind, and it is the tip of the iceberg. It actually represents only 10% of what our mind or where our mind actually functions. The remaining 90% of our mind really comes from our unconscious mind, what we're not aware of. So there's two layers that are submerged under the water that make up our mind, and that is our subconscious mind and our unconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is where we are processing about 50 to 60% of what's going on in our brain. And then we have this unconscious mind, and that is the base, you know, that that's really deep into the ocean um, that's hard to even know that it's there because it's so deep, right? And it represents about 30 to 40% of what goes on in our mind. So again, if we were to take our mind and say a whole mind is 100% and to chunk these into pieces, our conscious mind only is used 10%. Subconscious is 50 to 60% of our function of our brain, and our unconscious mind is 30 to 40%. Now, let's talk about how these three tiers or layers of our human mind really work together. Our conscious mind is what most people associate with who they are because that is where most people live their day to day. But by no means is this where all of our action takes place. And I think using an analogy of a captain of a ship is going to be useful to really understand what I mean with not all action is taken place from our conscious mind. Our conscious mind is a bit like that captain of a ship. You know, standing on the bridge, giving out orders. Well, in reality, it's the crew in the engine room or below the deck, the subconscious or deeper unconscious mind that carry out these orders. The captain may be in charge of the ship and giving the orders, but it's the crew that is actually guiding the ship all according to what training they have been given over the years. 
the conscious mind communicates to our outside world as well as our inner self. You know, when we're having that inner dialogue and having a conversation and there is this voice or thought that's responding back to us in, yeah, why didn't you say this in this conversation with your with your partner? Um, it is that conscious mind that is communicating both outward and within ourself through um, speech, pictures, writing, physical movement, and thoughts. The subconscious mind is in charge of our recent memories, and it is continuously in contact with the resources available to the unconscious mind. Have you ever had those automatic actions or thoughts? Uh, For example, I have been in situations where driving my child to preschool or my children to school, where I have been in my own head, in my own thoughts, and all of a sudden I have ended at the destination I was intending to go, but I have no recollection of exactly how I got there other than the fact that I have known the process, the drive well enough that my subconscious is um, automatically taking these actions for me. Or maybe you're not like me and you haven't had that situation where you've ended at your destination and you're like, how did I just get here? Um, Maybe it's more You know, as we're learning to drive, when we're first learning to drive, we are very much aware of learning the skill to drive, making sure we've checked our mirrors before we get in the car, that our seatbelt is buckled, that we start the ignition, that we're pushing on which pedals to brake and to apply gas or to signal. You get into a rhythm where our subconscious automatically knows those actions. And without thought, it's like breathing. We go into this place where we've done something so often, so um, consistently, that it becomes a part of our subconscious mind. The unconscious mind is the storehouse. It is what stores all memories. It is the record keeper of everything from all past experiences, whether it be traumas or those that we've consciously forgotten because they're no longer needed or important to remember in the subconscious. Records are recorded in our unconscious mind and everything experienced is stored there whether or not we can recall it. This, this unconscious mind is where our memories and experiences that shape our beliefs, our habits, our behaviors are formed. This is how we wire our brain in this response or react type modes. Our unconscious mind is in constant communication with our conscious mind through our subconscious. It provides us meaning to 
all of our interactions in our world filtered through our beliefs and our habits that are stored there that we may not even recognize as being a part of us because it is the record keeper. It doesn't matter how young we were from point of conception through to where you are today, your unconscious mind is storing every memory and every experience. And because of its keen recall, it shows up in our conscious mind through the meanings we are applying and filtering our world through, through these beliefs and habits that we have created over the years of time and experience. I am going to share another analogy of how these three tiers or layers of the human mind work together to really create our reality and experience of the world we live. The analogy is a computer system. This is how our mind is wired to operate. We have the conscious mind. Remember, that's what we're aware of. That is the keyboard and the monitor of our computer system. This is where all the data is inputted onto the keyboard and the results are thrown up on the monitor screen. So information is taken in, whether it be external or internal, you know, with that inner self dialogue that come from our environment, our circumstances or situations that we find ourselves in, and the results are instantly thrown up on the screen. The subconscious mind would be like the RAM of our computer. This is where the programs and the data that is currently in use are being kept so they can be quickly and easily reached. Recent memories are stored there for our quick recall or frequent use for information such as our home address. It holds your current programs that run your day-to-day, like your reoccurring thoughts, your behavior patterns, your habits and feelings. Remember the last episode we talked about emotional set point. Well, guess what? Your subconscious knows where you like to operate from. Think about that. It is the quick recall of frequently used information, our reoccurring thoughts, our behavior patterns, habits, and feelings that we often experience throughout our day. Our unconscious mind is like the computer's hard drive. It is the long-term storage place for all your memories and, and programs that have ever been installed since birth. The unconscious mind uses these programs to make sense of all the data you receive consciously from the world to keep you safe and ensure that you survive. The logic these two minds, if you will, the subconscious and unconscious mind use is that if it has worked in the past and you survived, then it will help you get you through similar situations 
by the same means, no matter how misguided, how painful, or how unhelpful the results may be to you. It doesn't qualify that. It doesn't. It just wants, it wants to keep you safe and make sure that you survive. Think about that. The core of your brain, 90% of what we're operating on day to day is wired for our safety and our survival. So it's a natural response for our mind to be a downer, if you will. It wants to stick with what is known and what is comfortable to navigate your life. And it will throw up all sorts of thoughts and resistance when you are experiencing anything new or unknown. So what is real to us today is based on our past experiences and memories. When we change the experience and meaning or belief that is firmly rooted in our unconscious mind, that is when we rewire our mind and we start creating a new reality. It is important to note that your unconscious mind is eavesdropping on your conscious mind and recording the experiences and emotions that you are associating to either pain or pleasure. This is why it is so important to understand that you, the conscious you, are not your thoughts. Deep-seated wiring is what you're operating on. It is the operating system of your mind. So if you are not enjoying the relationships and life experience that you are having, it starts in our mind, in our thoughts. And that is why thoughts What we have going on between our ears is extremely important. Next week, we are going to talk about the two most powerful functions of the conscious mind and how these two functions can be used to create this new reality that you're wanting to experience in your life and relationships. So, The call to action this week is to re-listen to this episode. There is so much to understand about these three tiers of our mind and how they play into one another and create our reality. So I would encourage you to listen to this episode again. Just because you've heard it doesn't mean it is deep into your unconscious mind and it takes repetition and um, re-listening to really get it rooted into your operating system, your mind. The other thing I want to invite you to is to join me in my Facebook group called Enlightened Relationships, where 
I am going to go live with Lindsay every Wednesday and provide solutions to improve the disconnect and disharmony in your family relationships. So I want to invite you to this Facebook group. Remember, this life is about progress and not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.